It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. We have a mental health crisis, but what is contributing to it the most? And uh, guess what? The Democrats in Olympia do not care what you think. Did a Washington state appellate court just greenlight echo terrorism? But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. It is the bottom line, Thursday afternoon, News Radio 610 KONA. Rob Francis said Dawson with you, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved in the program, also via email on our website, 610kona.com. You can send us your thoughts that way. Interesting day today, Ed. It's been building over the last couple of weeks. A gentleman who has been in residence in the Ecuadorian embassy in Britain has seen his stay come to an end. Controversial WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange was taken into custody as he took his final step off of what is the protected ground of the Ecuadorian embassy taken into custody by British police and is expected to be extradited to the United States to face charges of espionage, among other things. Um, Assange, you may remember, published a number of documents years ago that were provided to him by Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, of course, um, was tried, if I remember correctly, uh, and I believe he was convicted, was he not? Uh, yes. I, I, yeah, he was convicted of passing that information to Assange, which was re- was released on WikiLeaks. Assange has been held by some as the ultimate uh, purveyor of freedom of speech. By others, he has been demonized as a man who trades in uh, state secrets and is not not a journalist, a publisher, or should be protected under the same latitudes given to the press. I, I've, I've struggled with this one, um, maybe for obvious reasons. I, I fancy myself a journalist and has been for much of my adult life. I've really, I've really struggled with what I think is the the basic argument of this case: is WikiLeaks and what they do journalism? And there there are some, you know, there are some arguments I believe on both sides. But when it comes down to it, I reluctantly agree with you, Rob. What WikiLeaks does is not, in my view, journalism. There are facets of what they do that run parallel to what good journalism is supposed to be, i.e. the truth, right? Uncovering the truth and and letting the public know about the truth and, you know, holding entities, governments accountable for their actions— uh, those, I think, are noble qualities. Now, yes, the, the current state of journalism 
is is not that at all, unfortunately. But some of us still believe that that's what we should all be striving for. Having said that, I don't feel that there is any journalism that goes on at what WikiLeaks does. Now, if you'd like to argue that they are a whistleblower clearinghouse, absolutely. Absolutely. They get information uh, obtained legally or illegally, <laughs> and they um, they share it. Do they publish it? Well, you know, I guess in today's, you know, online world, I guess, you know, they publish it. You know, they don't publish it in 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 the traditional sense, like newspapers publish uh, newspapers. Uh, they don't broadcast it like TV and radio do, uh, but they do post it on their website. So I guess eh, that that's to me, that's kind of an ancillary argument of whether or not they are a publisher, but is what they do journalism. And again, I don't think they, I don't think that's what they do. They do, they do, they expose things. Uh, yes. Uh, do, are, are they a popular site? Yes. Uh, and why is that? Because the public yearns for, uh, truth in, in, in government, uh, but again, it's not as cut and dry as as that. Here's, Look, here it, you made you made a you made a point about the charges. Yeah, the right now there is one charge that was unsealed in the indictment. The one charge is not about anything having to do with First Amendment rights at all. It has zero to do with posting information on WikiLeaks uh, because, well, for now, I mean, could it could it end up being added? Sure. The the charge in the unsealed indictment from the United States against Julian Assange has to do with conspiracy, conspiracy to gather that information illegally. And specifically, when I looked at the unsealed indictment, the, the document, the United States contends that this was the scenario, that Chelsea Manning went in, hacked the way into the, uh, the, the government files, got the information, gave it to WikiLeaks. Certainly, <laughs> there's a strong argument that what Chelsea Manning did was illegal, right? Yes. Okay, you can't hack into government computers. People have been trying to do that, and at every turn, you know, there's no justification for for hacking into government, you know, government entities and computers to get information. When the back and forth continued between between uh, Julian Assange. And Chelsea Manning, this is where the United States got Assange. He allegedly told Chelsea Manning, asking for more information. Chelsea Manning says, I gave you all the information that I have. And Julian Assange said something, I'm paraphrasing now, it's not a direct quote, I'm paraphrasing, but 
basically said, inquiring minds can lead to more information. That basically, if you looked hard enough and continued your efforts, it would be a good thing. So does does that statement constitute conspiracy? Was Julian Assange pressuring Chelsea Manning to go and get more information to post on WikiLeaks? That's the charge right now that, you know, we'll know. I think there's going to be like a month delay or some sometime next month. They're going to bring up the the extradition part of of all this. Uh, he made an initial, I believe he made an initial uh, uh, appearance in court, taken into custody this morning. Uh, and, you know, the lawyers came out and, you know, the lawyers are saying this is a horrible day for, you know, freedom of the press. Well, yeah. I, I have a problem with that statement as I laid out. To me, there is a there is a distinct to me, the distinction between being the press and 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 being a purveyor of information is creating versus non-creating. Mm-hmm. Okay, those of you that listen to this radio station on a regular basis know that we create our own content here. Yeah, be it this show, be it our local newscasts, we put together the information that you hear. We we are journalists, we are the press, we are the media. We create the content that you get. Is some of that content similar to what other outlets may put together? Yes, because everybody carries some of the same stories. But there are other things that we carry and other things that other outlets carry that do differ. That means you create your content. If somebody drops off a manila envelope and you scan it in and post it, that is not journalism. That is receiving information and releasing it. That is not journalism. Um, it's called a data dump nowadays. Basically, it, yeah. You're just you're just creating a data dump. Now, if WikiLeaks actually took that information, maybe tried to dig a little deeper, maybe tried to get comments from both sides or something like that, then you'd have a journalism argument. But this is not journalism. There are some that have tried to compare and put WikiLeaks on the same platform as what the Washington Post did during the Nixon era. Oh, the Woodward and Bernstein stuff. Well, before that, the Pen- oh. the Pentagon Papers. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Pentagon okay. Papers, yes, P- yes. People who tried to paint WikiLeaks yes. at that same level of importance. Yes, the Washington Post did reprint information that they obtained, but they also read between the lines to make sure that their readers would understand exactly what it was that they were printing. So they made a combination of releasing information in journalism to make sure that every that, that no matter what level you were, you understood exactly what it was you were reading and that they had that, that they had obtained. WikiLeaks did not do that. It is not on the same level as the Pentagon Papers. Uh, it is not anywhere near the investigative journalism that Woodward and Bernstein did. Um, however, 
it still leaves open a very creaky door. And that is, we know that the government lies. Yeah. We know that the government covers things up. The question is, does the government have the right to keep secrets? And to what level does the government have the right to keep those secrets? And what level does the public have the right to know what's going on? Back with that and more when the bottom line continues. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610 KONA. 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us too by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. What is your thought on Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, and whether or not uh, he has any case, if you will, or a defense that what WikiLeaks does is considered journalism? And should the First Amendment apply to what was going on? Um, I have a hard I have a hard time accepting that portion, and I laid that out in the first segment. What what WikiLeaks does is they collect data, information obtained legally or illegally, and they turn around and they dump it on their their page, their website. That's not journalism. That's a data dump. And now if you want to make an argument that the importance of what they do in in the kind of globally, okay, I can okay, I can hear that. Um but the case that what he that that he is a journalism or he is a journalist or a publisher or something like that, that's no. No, not at all. It's the subject of our poll question today, bottom line 610 and at 610KONA Radio. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange's arrest today has been viewed as a dark day for freedom and as the capture of a fugitive from justice. Is Assange a hero or a criminal for his actions? At bottom line 610, at 610KONA Radio. Um, You know, WikiLeaks has been tied to the Snowden dump, Mm -hmm. the Clinton emails, Podesta, well, yes, know, the, all, the Clinton, the, the Clinton DNC email, information. Yep, the the Clinton and Podesta emails, uh, our our astute listeners will remember, uh, came out in the thick of the 2016 presidential election period, and you know, in the end, how much of it, how much damage did that data dump do to Clinton? It's debatable. I mean, I. I'd, I'd be a fool to say that it had no effect, uh, but how big of, a, of an effect? At the time, Trump, campaigning Trump, yes. not President Trump, but campaign trail Trump, said he loved WikiLeaks. Yeah. When he was asked about it today, he said, nah, I don't know very much about it. Uh, that's not my thing. I don't know very much about it. Plausible deniability. <laughs> Deflecting. Yeah. We got an email from Jim in Washington. He said, well, I'm conflicted on if WikiLeaks are journalists. 
I'm not conflicted about Assange being charged for conspiring with Manning because very little of what they released about the U.S. government needed to be public knowledge because some of what is done in the dark should stay in the dark for national security or national interest reasons. But on a happier note, how about those amazing Mariners? (laughs) Thanks for the email, Jim, and you're absolutely right. They have been nothing but amazing so far this season. But I want to take this back, and and, and I want to look at part of what Jim said. Um, some of what is done in the dark should stay in the dark for national security and national interest reasons. And I look at that and I think back to what happened during the Bush administration with Valerie Plame. Mm. And Valerie Plame, who was a CIA operative, yeah. undercover, was outed. Yeah, Her name was leaked. Um, it was published in the Washington Post. Uh, Scooter Libby who was Dick Cheney's chief of staff at the time, was convicted of lying to investigators, but nobody ever found out who outed Plame as the CIA operative. Now, those are the kind of things that the public doesn't need to know because it puts Plame, it puts her family, it puts anybody associated with her in jeopardy. Because of the the covert missions she was involved in. If anybody involved in any of those missions sees her face, gets her identity, it could cause real problems for her, her family, and anybody associated with her. Those are the things that don't need to be made public. And to this day, the Washington Post should be ashamed of themselves for what they did. At least. You know, if, if not, it, you know, charged with crime. Exactly. What WikiLeaks does to me borders they 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 walk that line so tightly mm-hmm. between what they should not reveal and what they should reveal. Um, you know, for example, the Snowden stuff. There are some people that say, "Wow, I can't believe that," but in all reality, a good portion of the Snowden stuff never needed to be shared with the public. There are some things that the government needs to keep secret. There are some things the public just doesn't need to know, and most of those things do deal with national security reasons. The emails, that's a completely different story. You're talking crimes. You're talking criminal activity going on. You're talking rigging an election. I mean, those are the kind of things. They're not matters of national security. Those are the party basically trying to rig who the the nominee nominee is going to be. The the problem, though, and the tricky part here is – it goes to what you just said. Who is to decide what should be released and what shouldn't? Now, I, I'm with you. You know, should should journalists um, unveil, you know, live the location of troop movement? Of course not. You know, or or police movement? Of course not. You know, you could compromise the situation by doing that. But like you said, WikiLeaks walks that line and where you know everyone has their line five four seven one six ten is the number we got to take a time out here on the bottom line if you'd like to join the conversation when we come back i think we can put this in the most succinct way possible because you as a citizen do have the ability to find out what is going on in your government even if it's not meant to be made public You have resources and tools at your disposal in order to be able to find out things that may concern you. 
We'll tell you about those when we come back. And to me, that is the difference. That is where the line gets drawn between information that you release and information that you do not release. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline 509 547 1610. Ed and Rob with you on this Thursday afternoon. In fact, let's go right to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? John from Richland. Hi, John. What's on your mind? Well, I think one uh, criteria that I think would be big in terms of, of deciding uh, information, whether it's appropriate or not appropriate, legal or illegal, is the motivation. Is the motivation to um, improve or, or is it to destroy? So, in other words, if it, if it is to make things better, uh, then fine. If it, if, if it has an enhancement... I guess, and in some things, it may be even destroying might make things better. But I think motivation, what's behind it? Is it to destroy someone, or is it to uh, enhance something for the good? And you can look at that, whether it be with government uh, keeping secrets, that might be for the betterment of everybody, or is it not? Is it going to um, harm someone? So I think you've got to look at, I think motivation is huge. What was the motivation you know, from Assange's uh, uh, viewpoint. What was he trying to do? Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. The the problem with um, motivation and intent is I, it can get just as cloudy as, as the term for journalism because, look, there are tons of people around the world who think what Julian Assange does is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right. Why? Because of one word, transparency. Transparency is number one for a lot of people, no matter the risk and no matter uh, whether or not the information is reliable. uh, We haven't even touched that part, uh, whether or not it leads to the betterment of the world or the detriment of the world. Some a lot of people are going to just flat out argue transparency is always better than hiding something. I don't know that I am one of those people. I mean, I'm all for transparency, but, you know, again, talking about motivation here, you know, you can always argue transparency. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, Dave. Hi, Dave. What's up? Uh, I was just, I'm a truck driver. I was driving yesterday when uh, you were talking about the dams, and I was just saying to myself, well, they can't just blow the dam up. They're going to have to build a dam to tear down the dam. So uh, that's all I had to say. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening, too. 547-1610 is the number. Here's the, um, you know, our previous caller talked about the intent. And I think intent, you still have argument. Um, because some people may view one person's malicious intent may be another person's good to the order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't – intent, if it's a criminal charge and you're looking at what the intent of the individual was in, you know, based on what the criminal charge is, that may be able to factor in. But 
for me, I look at it in a way that we already have established ability to find out what our government is doing. There's the Freedom of Information Act, and there's public records requests. If you're able to obtain information through either of those two avenues, that is information that is not declared to be classified. It is not uh, deemed to be highly sensitive. It is not deemed to be of a security issue or nature. We've put in enough of those over our time that when you put in a public records request or you put in or you go, you, you know, go, go through a FOIA, you are asking for information that is not readily available or necessarily has been released to the public, but it's not sensitive and not classified. You're an elected official. Everything you do is technically open and available to the public. Technically. There are there are some things that may be executive privilege, some things that may be protected, like you know, with in executive sessions and things like that, that you may not be able to get your hands on because those sessions are deemed to be classified and basically discussed in a private setting with usually attorneys. So that information you may not be able to get your hands on. But if you can get your in from you can get your hand on a chain of emails. For example, we'll look at the uh, we'll look at the DNC thing. If you can submit a public records request or a Freedom of Information Act request to the Democratic National Committee to find out if Debbie Wasserman Schultz was in fact attempting to um, move the results of the primary in one direction or another. That is a valid request based on what happened with the result of the primary. Would her emails as a public official be protected? Well, no, her emails are not, unless they were in an executive session or they were deemed to be classified due to national security interests. So when you look at the DNC dumps, how many of those would have been able to be obtained through a public records request? When you look at the Edward Snowden information and the Chelsea Manning stuff, that's stuff you can't get through a FOIA. You can't get that through a public records request. So, again, I go back to then, was there, did, did the ends justify the means? That That's, that's, that's an argument, is... The fact that the two of them, Manning and Snowden, getting their hands on classified sensitive materials, is that inconsequential, again, for transparency's sake or for what was released? Look, the mo- we know the motivation of WikiLeaks is to be the guy with the biggest spoon in the kitchen. Okay, that- that's the motivation, regardless of what he puts out. His goal is to be the biggest starer of the pot that there can be, regardless of information. So we know that's always his intent. Well, information, I argue, is power. It always is. Yes. So if you can, and and not just from other real journalists, but power in, you know, information in general can can give you power and standing. 
one of the other things that... And it did. And, and it did. One of the things that perplexes me about how this is unraveling, I don't know. This is something else that's kind of out there. Um, the fact that, you know, is is Julian Assange a an operative of, of Russia? And people are like, well, that's kind of weird. Where do, yeah. you get, where do you get that? Well, here's the thing. I think he's an equal opportunity. He's an opportunist? Yeah, absolutely. He's an opportunist. Okay, so but here's where I'm going with this. Um, the results of the election, the, you know, whether or not the WikiLeaks data dump altered the election in favor of Donald Trump, uh, you know, that was, you know, was that beneficial to, to Russia? Here's the other one. Allegedly, again, I got to preface that by saying allegedly, WikiLeaks has gotten their hands on a number of pieces of information about indiscretions by Putin and others in Russia and mm -hmm. have chosen not to dump those. Well, because Putin has a longer list of bodies than the Clintons. That's why. Okay. I mean, there's no secret. I mean, remember, we just got done dealing with in the so last he, two years. So Julian Assange was more afraid of retribution from Russia than he was the Clintons. I'd, I'd be infinitely more afraid of retribution from Putin mm. because we just, remember, we just got done in the last two years looking at somebody else disappearing that was a, uh, that may have run afoul of Putin. The Clint, All the Clinton stuff is allegations, insinuation, and, and, and conspiracy theories. Okay. It's documented that Vladimir Putin has had some enemies disappear. So why, I, I, there's no question in my mind that Julian Assange is... Julian Assange is not some freedom fighter. He is not out there to correct the wrongs in the world. He is not out there to expose government corruption and wrongdoing. He's out there to do it as long as it's it saves his own skin. He is not going to turn around. Look at the stuff that he's released. Is there anything that WikiLeaks has released that you would argue would put him in any more harm than a criminal trial? That would put him at risk, his, his own life at risk? If he ever printed anything about Putin, I guarantee you somebody would have been able to get to him in that embassy. Guaranteed somebody would have been able to get to him in that embassy. No question about it. That's why he doesn't release anything about Russia. Because the Vladimir Putin rumors are closer to truth than it is with Clintons. 547-1610-509-547-1610. We're breaking down WikiLeaks, the Julian Assange arrest, the charges, whether or not he's a journalist. Stay with us. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610-KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved in the program, our poll question today, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange's arrest has been viewed 
as a dark day for freedom and as the capture of a fugitive of justice. Is Assange a hero or a criminal for his actions? At Bottom Line 610, at 610 KONA Radio. Uh, the results of our poll from yesterday. Ohio State defensive end Nick Bosa deleted all of his old tweets showing his support for President Trump and dislike of former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick because he could be drafted by the 49ers. Is Bosa overreacting, or is the PC culture this bad? We did get a couple of replies on that poll question. One from Eric said, it's a sad day if you voice your opinion and you are tarred and feathered. Another one from DeCommish saying, why would you want somebody like that on your D-line? The results of the poll, 72% said the PC world is this bad. 28% thought that Bosa was overreacting. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Joe. Hi, Joe. So here's the deal. Julian Assange. You know, my son and I were talking about this earlier. He says he doesn't have a problem with Assange and Snowden doing what they did. And I said, well, look at it from this point of view. They're not, it's has nothing to do with free speech. They're criminals. They, um, you know, free speech is when you say what's on your mind and nobody gets hurt. Criminal content is when people get hurt for what you've done, which they did, and and uh, the crime that it took for them to be able to do what they did, which was a, a cyber crime. They, those guys violated their oath uh, to the United States government. The, you know, Manning and those violated their oath to the United States government to protect that information, whether they thought it was right, wrong, or indifferent. It's immaterial. It's a crime. They're if, if they had done this in a time of war in a different zone, Manning would have been checked. It's that simple for what he did because he endangered American lives. And so they're criminals. Appreciate the call, Joe. I, I agree 100% that Chelsea Manning, Edward Snowden, the people that actually did the hacking, criminals, be put away for whatever, mm-hmm. however many years in mm-hmm. in federal penitentiary, you know, whatever, whatever that works. Because when you actively go and try to hack into, whether it be, you know, my bank account or the the Defense Department database, that's a crime. It gets a little fuzzier with Julian Assange in my book. Oh, yeah. Um, Just, you know, should he we can debate all day whether or not he should post all the information that he gets or not. Um, But, that you know, doing the right or wrong thing isn't always the illegal thing. Right. The illegal part, again, going back to the unsealed indictment that was unsealed earlier today. The only charge in the United States that Julian Assange faces and faces extradition for is conspiring to hack into the the database. The actual hacking was done by Chelsea Manning. Now, the feds say or the DOJ, excuse me, the Department of Justice said in their indictment that they have and they quoted Julian Assange. So, like, I don't know if they have phone wiretaps or, you know, I don't know what, if they got testimony from somebody else. However, they got this quote, and I'm paraphrasing. In a conversation between Julian Assange and Chelsea Manning, Chelsea Manning says, I I, I gave you everything I have. There's no more. And 
Julian Assange, again paraphrasing, is kind of egging Chelsea Manning on to go find him more so he can so he can post that. Is that conspiracy to hack into it? Or, or it was Julian Assange. It wasn't a threat. It was it was more like, you know, you could do the right thing and go get me some more sensitive materials so I can I can post it that I can put it in another data dump. It, it was it was along those lines. And I don't have the quote in front of me, but when I read it earlier, that's kind of how I, I interpreted it in, and paraphrased it. Is that conspiracy? Quite possibly, quite possibly. But right now, that's the only charge that Julian Assange faces. Nothing about actually putting that sensitive material on the World Wide Web. No, but let's make it clear what he's being charged with is assisting with the obtaining of the information, yes. which 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 moves him outside of the journalistic spectrum. You would think, it, although I'm sure there are, I'm sure that there are more legitimate journalists out there who have maybe had the same conversation about a, you know, with a source, you know, it's like, I don't have enough to publish or to go to air with this story. Can you bring me any more? Yeah, but having a conversation with a source asking for more information is different than actually assisting someone in cyber hacking the government. I that, just explained that the, the assist was egging him on. Uh, That's what the charge. Go look at the unsealed indictment. There is nothing in there that charges Julian Assange with actually going into or 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 anything else. It was a conversation of, hey, go get me some more. This is good stuff. Keep it coming. And and, and I guess more or less putting pressure on Chelsea Manning to do more illegal activity. Is that conspiracy? It could be in some courtrooms, sure. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't argue that. But there was nothing in the sealed unsealed indictment that said that Julian Assange actually, you know, did an Edward Snowden and hacked in. 5471610 is the number. You know, the conspiracy Conspiracy is a big word. And when I say big word, it means a big umbrella that you can have a number of people charged and indicted under. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if we're standing on the Blue Bridge and you tell me to jump off of it, and I do, did you just conspire with me for me to jump off the bridge? Technically, I, legally, yes. I mean, that, but but see, what I'm saying is... I think there was more there than just that in order to because that's that's kind of flimsy is in it, that element. I yeah. think maybe there's a little bit more there, there, there to could, put the strength of the conspiracy charge on him. There could be this one conspiracy charge is enough to get him extradited back to the United States. Is this the tip of the iceberg? Quite possibly. But here's the other thing to keep in mind. The people that are arguing about the First Amendment for him. He's not a U.S. citizen. No. He's not protected no. under our Constitution. He's no. not a U.S. citizen. He doesn't have the same rights. That's true. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two is on deck. We've got plenty more to discuss. Five four seven one six ten for you to be a part of it, too. <laughs> 